Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's always a pleasure to have you on our program. We thank God for this opportunity where we can share the word to you. Today we are going to talk about talents. We live in a world that is challenged. No jobs and things are tough for the young people who are unemployed and everybody is just confused. But what we know is that the God we have has a plan for each and every individual. Today we are talking about talents. The title of the message today is Activate What is in You. Activate what is in you. We shall read the Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 25. We shall read from verse 14 to 30. It's quite a long text, Bible text. But I will read from the New King James Version. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another three, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with the talents, with traded with them, and made another five. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug it in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of, this, of those servants came and settled account with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides these. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your, Lord, of, the, of your Lord. He who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. Besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done. Good and faithful servant, you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I am I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked, lazy servant, you knew that I reap, I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at, the, at my coming I will have received back my money with interest. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has Ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will be and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the, in the into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. One of the challenges, a global problem, is the rise in unemployment. 
it is seen mostly in Africa, especially in the southern part of Africa, uh, here in Eswatini and in South Africa, it's rising. And it is a problem. The problem is young people graduate, they are not getting jobs. It's even worse for those who are unqualified or who just don't, didn't uh, go to tertiary education, training for, uh, for tertiary training. Life is difficult and everybody sees things as if everything is coming to an, uh, to an end and there is no future. Most of the people or most of us will blame the government for not creating enough jobs. We see them less committed to creating jobs. Every year, thousands of certificates, diplomas, bachelor's degrees, and even master's degrees and PhDs are completed. There is a lot of people that complete education, tertiary training, but a few are absorbed by the job market, and a few get to work in their professions. Some of those that don't get jobs, especially where I am, they end up joining other professions that uh, are still in demand. Maybe professions in medicine or professions in, in, in nursing, profession in the police force or whatever, but where they think they can just get a job and have something they earn at the end of the month. But my question when I think about, is, about this, because it is a problem, and the problem has been here for quite some time, what is God saying about this? And how did God plan the world? How was his plan when we brought man on earth? How are we supposed to live? How are we supposed to make ends meet? Where are we supposed to get money? Are we supposed to offer a lot of money such that we get a lot of money? Are we supposed to pray hard? What is it that is there? Do we have anything in us? And then this scripture came to me. Now, we know that the God we have, the God of the, crea the creator of the universe, is a very responsible God. He feeds everything. He takes care of everything. Actually, in Luke 12, verse 24, he talks about ravens that neither sow or plant, but those ravens, they have a meal to take each and every day, not one meal, meals. They will have lunch, they will have dinner, they will, they will just eat breakfast, everything in the morning, during the day, and in the evening, they will eat. They have water to drink. They travel around. God cares for them. He knows how many they are. He feeds the, interest, uh, the, sorry, the insects. He takes care of the vegetation and everything that we see around us. How much more? The Bible says, when, he says that God created man. In other words, it is his hands that made man. How much more? how much value we have as human beings. So God has put us on this earth as a responsible God. He demands that a man provides for the family. It's part of being a man. How can a God whom we call our father not provide for his people? So there should be something that God did for humanity to live on this earth. And these verses that we have read reveal something about that. Because the God that we have is a responsible God. I want to first talk about the talents, the value of a talent. What we note is that he gave all the servants, the three servants. Luke records it differently, but I just want to concentrate on Matthew, that Matthew is talking about three of the servants. 
first one was given five talents, the other one was given uh, three, uh, two talents, and the other one was given one. If you read carefully, the Bible says he gave them according to their abilities. That is very important. Just like a parent. A parent knows how his child is. He knows the behavior of the child. He knows uh, his strengths or his weaknesses. So in other words, there was a strong relationship between the master and the servants. So God has given us talents according to our abilities. Now the question is, what is a talent? Technically speaking, talent is something that was used in terms of weight. Technically speaking, one talent is equivalent to 1,200 ounces of gold. Or of silver, it's just 1,200 ounces. We know very well that things like gold, silver are measured in ounces. It's like they will sell an ounce of silver for 25 US dollars and an ounce of gold maybe for 1,500 US dollars. But if you can talk uh, based on the prices that are on the market today, as I'm making this sermon, an ounce of gold costs you 1,911 US dollars. So if you multiply this amount by 1,200, it gives you 2.293 million. It was a very valuable uh, commodity they were given by the master. We know that if it was valuable, some versions they put it in terms of wealth. If, if it is wealth, you cannot give wealth to someone you don't trust. You cannot give wealth to someone you don't see capable of handling it in a right way. And wealth is something that is in the heart of the owner. So the master loved whatever he had, but he could not do anything because he wanted to go somewhere, but he gave it to people who were going to take responsibility of whatever he had. Now, since he knew them, just like God says in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, that I knew you before you were formed. In other words, he says, I knew you it says, when you were formed in your mind as your womb, I knew you and I set you apart, appointing you as a prophet. If you read the psalm, uh, we read that David says, you need me together in my, mother's, in my mother's womb. My frame was not hidden from you. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So even before we existed, before we started to live, even in our mother's womb, God knew that. So he knows us exactly what we are. And he has decided to give us talents. Each and every one has something valuable for God in us. It is in you, it is in you. It is in you and you are capable of using it. God has given us, each and every one of us, those talents. Now, record, uh, Luke records that the instruction was to put these talents into work until his return. That is Luke 19 verse 13. So in other words, the, the, these servants were supposed to put the talents into work. The word that we see in the Bible here, which is recorded, is the work or is the term trade. They traded with the talent. You see, when you're talking about trading, there is an exchange of commodities. It's either you are trading in the market 
which is maybe the financial market, or you are trading in a physical market in terms of exchanging commodities, exchanging money for, 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 for cabbage or for beetroot, but there is an exchange of commodities. You are trading. So they traded. They knew that this thing was valuable and it was in demand. So they were supposed to give it to someone who is going to give them money. They traded whatever they were had been given. So God has given us these talents. Now, we normally convert talents to abilities. We convert them to abilities that God has given to us. But what makes them to convert to that? Is what, the reason we convert is because it's something that we are given. Because when we are born, we are not born with money in our hands. But we are given with the abilities to create money. So God, when he, he formed us in our mother's womb, his plan was that when you get to the destination, which is earth, where you are going to live for so many years, this is what you are going to have, as, going to use as a generation or as a generator, as an income generator for you. And this is how you're going to live. So we are given different uh, talents, different talents. My talent may not be yours. It may not be the same as yours. We have different talents. Each and every one of us has talents. Now, as this master told them to go and trade, we have been given this talent at birth, even before we were formed in our mother's womb. It was decided that you will be this, and this is how we are going to live. Now, as you come to this earth, God has packaged you with life that includes your talent, which is your way of life. Each and every one has been given value. I will say more than one million US dollars. You have it. It is yours. Sorry, if you, you have it, it is yours. Now, you have that talent in you. As, as God had said this, and God has put it in, in, a human, in a human, he expects us to trade. Now, how do, you do, how do you trade with your talent? Now, you take your talent, you use it, you put it in the market. If you want to trade, you have to be known. If you are in a stock exchange, you have to register and be known that there is Dube who is a trader who wants to trade. There is someone who is doing this. You have to be known. You can't trade at home. You can't just stay at home and trade. You have to participate in the market actively. So you have a talent that is in you that needs to be in the market such that people can trade with you. Now, it comes to this fact. How do I identify my talent? How do I identify your talent? Because you have it, but someone is saying, I don't know how, what my talent is. The first thing that you have to know, your talent is something that you do intuitively. You don't need to think. You just do it easily. It is that thing that you are passionate about. You see, when everybody is relaxed, you see a gap. You know, we need this thing. Sometimes, I'll give an example, someone is so passionate about kids that kids, they should be able to be, uh, to, they should go to school and someone should care for them, take care of their needs. That's the person has been gifted on that thing. He has the love for the kids. He's talented in dealing with kids. And we can attest that it is not everyone who can deal with kids. 
So we are given different talents for different purposes. The further, further, another way for you to see if you are talented on something, it is something that you excel in effortlessly, I would say. If we are just, uh, maybe we are in a class at school, the, the, we are doing needlework where we are knitting some, some, some stitches, I don't know how they call it, but your work outstands the rest of the people, and it is just beautiful. You see, we can all follow a pattern, but a gifted person will do exactly what is there, but his will be different. I've always said we can all have the same camera. As the cameras are filming me here, or let's take a photo camera. We can all have cameras, and we say 10 people just take a picture of one thing that is happening. I tell you, the images will not be the same. One image will be very creative. Wow, what is this? That is because the person is gifted in whatever he is doing. You know, people who are talented in something, whilst money is important, I'll say, but people who are pursuing their talent, money is not the objective. The objective of a person who is talented is the passion for whatever he's doing. Money follows whatever he's doing. Sometimes God can use people to talk to you such that you realize your gift. As talent does not only pertain to something that you do with your hands, it can also be skills. I will give you examples of some of the talents that we may have. They are very different. Maybe if I can go there. The first talent maybe I can talk, we, we are used to art. Art involves acting, it involves comedy, it involves graphic design, poetry, music, all those kinds of things that's part of talents that people can have. You have yours. There are academic and resume talents where we are talking about entrepreneurship, mathematicians, because there are people who are mathematicians. They think in numbers. They, they code whatever we're doing. The video that's doing this, coded whatever. They, they design software that is very, very, very detailed, that does things that are amazing. They are talented. We're talking of creative thinkers, strategic thinkers, People who bring a solution even before you see the problem. There are interpersonal uh, talents. People who are good in public speaking. People who can motivate people and make them change from this, from a negative perspective to a positive perspective. We are talking about gifts. You have a talent. There are people who are sports talented. People in soccer, swimming, I think we, are used, we mostly use in that. What the perception is that talented people are people who do art, but it's different. People, some people are given in leadership. They are talented. They can lead people. They can bring people together who are demotivated and motivate them and produce something that is amazing. That is a talent. God has given us the different talents to run this world, and these talents, we're supposed to trade them. We're supposed to trade these talents. We trade them in the market, so you have to be known. Specializing on talents has goods. It has benefits. The first thing, it's fulfilling to you. You feel accomplishing what you have, what you are doing. You feel uh, you recognize the purpose for life. This is what I was born for. It gives you confidence in the market. 
Even if people try to copy your idea, even if people try to copy, if you are doing a leadership, uh, leadership seminars, they can try to copy those co that consultancy to see we can do it, but they cannot match to what you have because God has given you. We know this. We can, there are 11 uh, player, uh, team players in the field, but there's normally one who will dominate or two that will dominate. But if you are gifted, I'm saying you have the confidence in whatever you do. You are not afraid of the market developments. You are able to adapt to market developments. You are also confident of yourself. As you know, whatever you are doing, nobody can copy it or you are doing it to the best of your ability. So you need to, to, to rely on your, on, your, on, your, on your talent and develop it. Now, working will be a task, but something, this will be something you enjoy. You just work, enjoying whatever you are doing, because it is a talent. So a talent is very important. Recognize that you have something in you. You have this world, these things God has put in you, that he wants you to trade and make money or make a living, multiply whatever you have. The two that we read about, they, they traded their talent and multiplied. But this one decided to take his talent and put it until the master returned. We have to understand that there were reasons why he did not trade. He says them. He was afraid. One of the reasons he states is that he was afraid of the, of the, of the master. He knew what kind of a person he was. You know, we've got talents. You have a talent, but you can be ashamed or afraid to put it into the public. You are afraid to let people know you are your best cook. Or there are many reasons that make us to say, no, let me just detail, let, let me not use my talent or let me just put it aside on the side i'll see to it maybe uh, at retirement one of the things that make us not to use our talents is to look down on our talents this is where you lack self-confidence you feel like no this is not the best mostly this will be driven by greed sometimes Greed may also cause you to put your talent aside. Where you see whatever someone is doing better, of more value than what you are capable of doing. And then you think, no, let me just do what he is doing so I make more money. And the problem with that is that you miss the target. So you need to specialize in your talent. Don't be ashamed of, ashamed of your, your talent. Greed has really derailed us from our God's purpose. The other thing we can blame is the education system. Sometimes the education system confines us to what maybe we are not. I cannot get into details to that, but it has also resulted in people putting their talents on the side. Now, the other thing is that you don't know your worth. If you fail or you don't understand what you have, what God has given you, you will find yourself following other people, just following them because there is money. 
you'll be chasing money and you won't get to satisfaction. There's nothing as important or as satisfying as doing what God sent you to do. If you are given in music and you are not doing music and you do something else, you find that even though you earn money, you still have that gap in your heart to pursue the music. The other thing that makes us not to actually cultivate our talents is the lack of faith in God. This is where we lack that God, we don't have faith in that what God gave us is capable of making us live. I think you understand what you mean. What I mean. Someone who may be employed, working with the talent, say soccer talent or whatever, but you just devalue it. You just, you just think, no, it's not worth it. Eh, I'm really afraid of this. You always see risks. Your perspective is a risky one that derails you and can cause you never to develop your talents. So what, where, where, where does this come to into play in today's world where there is no work? What is it that God gave you? What is it you are passionate about? Some of it you know that I'm good at this, but you are not pursuing it. Uh, tomorrow you are going to work wherever you are working and you leave your talent or where you are gifted at on the side. You are a good cook, for instance, in something, maybe cakes or whatever, but you don't specialize in it. No, I'll just do it in my part-time. It's a part-time thing. You know, people who are focused in what God gave them, they've made it in life. People who have just focused, if you are a good leader, they focus on leadership. If you are a good cook, they focus on cooking. If you are a good uh, musician, they focus on the musician, uh, music. I'm sorry. They have made lots of money. They have traded their talents. You have to trade your talent. As you are sitting at home, maybe you don't have a job. You've made maybe 50 applications and none of them is positive. Don't fold your arms. Just look into yourself. What is it that God gave me? What is it that I'm best at? And start from zero. Just start and be faithful. And keep going. Develop your talent. Trade your talent. Buy and sell. Buy and sell. You have to do. If I can just talk a little bit about trading. I've had an opportunity to, some time to in the past to, to be part of a trading team. You see, in the market, in the financial markets, if you are trading, there are risks. There are risks. Sometimes you make a loss, but in the loss, you also you always look for an opportunity to recoup the losses and make a profit. So in other words, it's not always where you are going to make money. But what counts is the endurance and the patience and the confidence that I will cover my losses. So take your talent Put it into practice and work hard on it. Develop it. Develop it. You can go for training to develop it. You can put it into practice, put the skill into practice and do research about it. You can even do a PhD in your talent just to find out how I can make it to be the best. And you'll be surprised you do things that we've never even heard of on this world. So the issue of unemployment is there. But if we can focus on our talents, what God gave us, our abilities, and develop them, 
and concentrate on them, I believe this world will change. Those who are working, some will leave their permanent jobs and pursue their talents. To the young people, those who are still at school, work, focus on your talents. Those who have completed training, guys, you might have made mistakes in your choice of subjects, or you made the right choice, but you, your only key, you think the key is that you get your jo a job. It might not be the solution. The solution is that, let me put my talent into practice. One of the parts that is very important in this story is that when the master returned, they had to give a report. They had to bring back what they were given. The one who had five and the one who had two had doubled them. The one who had zero, he had nothing to return. Whilst we might be focusing on money and looking at whatever works for us, we still have to give an account of how we used the talents God gave us. We have them. You have a talent. You still have to give an account to God how you used your talent. Identify your talent and work on it. You will be surprised what God will do for you. The issue of unemployment will be history for our countries. If we can only just focus on what God gave us, cultivate your talent. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of our program today. That is all we can share in these 30 minutes. But I believe God has spoken into your life and your life is going to change. Please, just reflect on what you are and what you have and put it into practice. You will see God multiplying whatever you have and you will make a living. The issue of unemployment will be history. The issue of going to a job that you don't like will be history. But focus on your talent and you'll see a difference in your life. We love you and may God bless you.